is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline with SystemsForSelfCare.com, where I teach you to consistently take daily action so you can create the life that you want. So today is Monday. We're going to do Meals Monday, where I share some tips on actually implementing imperfect eating and the five Ps. And, you know, it's just kind of how you eat and not just how you eat, but really like who you are, um, that you're just, you know, you're a moderate eater, no matter the circumstances, no matter what's going on in life, you like, that is just who you are and how you show up in the world and the actions that you take. Okay. So it was just the weekend, right? And it was a holiday. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there and the grandmas and the aunts and the the dog moms. (laughs) Happy Mother's Day. Um, we celebrated on Saturday because my mom works on Sundays, but we celebrated on Saturday. And I know that growing up, holidays meant there was that, there was that thought, oh, we, we only eat like this once a year. Um, on my dad's side, my dad's side is Italian. And I remember my grandmother, I distinctly remember my grandmother saying that about every holiday. Oh, we, we only eat like this once a year. We only eat like this once a year. And it is true that they only made those foods once a year. They have very specific foods that they make on Easter, which are delicious. Um, very specific foods that they make for Christmas. Again, delicious. Very specific foods they make for Thanksgiving. All of these things. We only eat like this once a year. But there are many holidays throughout the year. And while we only have like that that big feast for the holidays, it's like in general life nowadays – um, food, like it, food is overabundant. We have food at every turn. I mean, like you go to the gas station just to fill up gas and there's food right there and there's advertisements being advertised to you, uh, you know, on candy bars and Gatorade and whatever right there, or you go to CVS to get some medication and there's candy bars everywhere. So food is everywhere. So this idea of like, we only eat like this once a year. Sure. We only make frittats on Easter and we only have, you know, seven fish on Christmas Eve. That is true. But like, we we have a lot of food nowadays. You know, go back a hundred years ago, maybe food was scarce for sure. Uh, there there are times you know before like modernization that food was scarce, but now like no food is overabundant. So we only eat like this once a year is not really all that true anymore. We have an overabundance of food all the time, and so I remember anyways go, growing up. I remember I remember having stomach aches on holidays all the time because I would overeat. I remember, um, you know, you, you have the appetizers and then you have, uh, your meal and then you have dessert all within like a couple of hours. And there's not a lot of moving around. It's not like my, I don't know. My family's not super active. We weren't like that family that went and did five K's on Thanksgiving. We're not like out doing walks in between meals or whatever. So it's kind of like a lot of, um, sitting at a table talking, enjoying each other's company, but a lot of eating and not a lot of movement. Right. And so I remember, I just remember having, um, stomach aches at the end of dessert. Like I remember having headaches from too much sugar and a stomach ache, like a very specific fullness, uh, from eating too many cookies. Um, cause I love cookies. I love them, but I remember that I can remember just being little and having a stomach ache and on the drive home, uh, like, oh, my stomach hurts or eating all of the Christmas cookies and a couple days later and having a stomach ache. So when I've, it's, yeah, it's, it's different. <laughs> eating too many cookies, it feels different than eating, 
too much of dinner. It feels different. And I, so anyways, times that I have eaten too many cookies, I'm like, Oh, I remember this feeling. I remember this feeling, you know, when I was little. So now when I think about holidays, it's not so the, the emphasis isn't so much on the food for me. Like when I think about holidays and getting together, sure, there, you know, there's going to be food there and people are going to bring food and you're going to be able to try different things and whatever. But it's like we're getting together because of people and the human connection, which I think is really important, especially nowadays. We haven't seen each other in so long. So when we got together um, with my family, it's like <clears throat> I got to see my nephew who's uh, three months old and I, I first time I was able to hold him and I got to see my great nephew who's over a year old. He was born right at the beginning of the pandemic and I've only seen him like two or three times in the first year of his life, right? So it's like being able to see people and see my sister and see my brother and be with my parents and have conversations and see my nephews and my niece. Like, I don't know, those are the things that are important. And the food is just there. Yes, I'm going to eat the food. I'm not on a diet where I'm not allowed to eat the food, but I'm also not going to eat in excess because I feel like I have to start a diet on Monday. So I need to eat all of this food because these foods are not going to be allowed on Monday. So, but like I, that's how I used to eat. I don't do that anymore. So anyways, um, if you, so implementing imperfect eating in the five feeds, I know that usually people, um, people will bring protein. And people are bringing processed fun foods, right? Uh, I feel like get-togethers, I don't know, maybe because I'm in the Midwest, but like a lot of the the appetizers and the meals and whatever, the foods, it's like mayo and um, cream cheese and Cool Whip and cheeses, like a lot of cheese. So I know that that's already going to be there. And it's going to be delicious, but I know that like, hey – I'll bring the plants. <laughs> Paul jokingly said, like, everyone's counting on you to bring the vegetables. And I don't even care if I, no one eats the vegetables. But, yeah, I'm going to bring – I'm going to be the one who brings the vegetables. I will bring the plants. So that's what I brought. I brought a veggie dish with some hummus. And then I brought a salad that had um, <clears throat> beans and edamame and corn and quinoa and peppers and onions and tomatoes. And it did not have cucumbers. My dad doesn't like cucumbers. Um, but it has a lot of plants. And then I did still – I brought um, a potato salad, a homemade potato salad, but I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring the plants so that at least there's that option. I, a lot of people think, um, oh my gosh, it's so hard to eat healthy at family gatherings because there's nothing healthy to eat. And it's like, okay, we'll be the one, be the one that brings something that's decently healthy, be that person, give that option to other people. Um, so I think that that's the thing is like going into it with the mindset, like I see myself as a healthy, moderate, imperfect, whatever eater. So I'm going to be the one that provides that option. Whether other people partake in it or not, I don't care, but I'm going to make sure that there's an option for me. So I'm not left stranded like, oh shoot, you know, I, uh, I arrived and I didn't eat anything all day and now I'm starving and the only thing to eat is potato salad and cookies and macaroni and cheese and bread, right? Again, the processed fun food will be there. We don't have to worry about that. It will definitely be there. So be the one that brings the plants. Um, But anyways, so this is, this hits on that, like you, you won't really ever change your outcome. You won't really ever change your results unless you keep hitting back on that, um, that aspirational identity, unless you keep like, Hey, I'm so sick of this current identity. I'd like to be this person. I'd like to be the healthy eater. I'd like to be the moderate eater. Um, and then unless you also hit up those, the pain and pleasure, 
the pain. I am so sick and tired of feeling gross after a holiday meal. I'm so sick and tired of having a stomach ache. I'm so sick and tired of having a headache, sugar rush. I'm so sick and tired of feeling gross and feeling disappointed myself. I'm so sick and tired of that stuff, right? That's the pain that you want to get away from, the pleasure. I would like to be able to go to a family gathering and not feel nervous about food. (laughs) I'd like to feel normal about food. I'd like to feel good while I'm eating and good at the end of the meal. I'd like to feel good on the Monday after a holiday weekend, right? So hitting up those pain and pleasure and hitting up the current identity and aspirational identity until you make that shift in your identity, your actions will not change and your results will not change. You'll keep doing that diet triangle that I've talked about. You'll keep doing that where you will eat really clean, really well, you know, Monday through Friday. And then Saturday, Friday night, Saturday and Sunday, you go overboard. And then because, right, oh, you were too strict. You were too strict. Give yourself a little, uh, you know, relax a little, you know, enjoy the weekend. And then that turns into neglect and then you start that over and that people will do that triangle for years, for decades, and then they'll keep searching for what's the diet, you know, what's the diet that's going to work for me? What's the diet? It's not, it's not a specific diet. It's like how, who you, who you are and how you show up and how you interact with food and your beliefs about yourself. You change your beliefs, you change your identity, you will change your actions with food. So I'm not on a specific diet when I show up to a holiday meal. I'm not on a specific diet the Monday after a holiday weekend. I'm just constantly looking for plants and protein protein, and having a little bit of processed fun food. So let's bring it back to <clears throat> dessert. So I shared um, how growing up I used to, like I would sit at the table. I remember being there with my grandma and just my grandma would always have chocolate chip cookies. Actually, my family's big on baking. Like it's not just one type of cookie. There's like seven different types of cookies and I need to have like four of each of them. But I remember I used to just like stuff my face, probably not even chew it, just like stuff it in my mouth and eat it really fast. Um, I remember that. And so now it's not like that. Uh, so now, well, two things. One, I want to make sure that I'm actually tasting this food that I say that I like. Let me actually like slow down and taste it and eat it and enjoy it. Um, I also want to not feel grosser than this meal. And I want to be able to bring some of this food home and again, taste it and eat it and enjoy it. So I'm going to slowly eat these things. So what did I have? We had, um, you know, Midwest, the, the like jello and cool whip and cottage cheese, um, salad, quote salad. I love that stuff with strawberries. My mom made that. I had some of that. There was some fruit. There were, you know, some like two bite brownies and some cookies. So it's like having half of a cookie and a brownie and some jello. And then that's it. And, and some fruit. And then that's it. Great. That was delicious. Um, I've tasted everything. It tastes wonderful. Also, I'm going to stop. Even if there's that urge, oh my gosh, you just you should just eat all of it. That's what the urge sounds like in my head. You should just keep eating. You should just eat all of it. It tastes so good. It's like this rush. Do it really fast before. Do it really fast before you realize what's going on. It's like, well, wait. Let me just pause for a second. That's why meditation is really important. Let me just pause for a second and take a deep breath. Just because I have this urge doesn't mean I need to act on it. Just because. I have this thought doesn't mean I need to act on it. Let me just take a pause, remind myself, like, actually, I don't do that anymore because it doesn't feel so good. This is, these are the actions that I'm going to take. And it, you know, aligns with the person that I want to be. 
Um, so when you have that urge, when you have that thought, ah, oh, just keep eating. It's like, let me pause. <laughs> mm, I don't do that anymore. It's not who I am anymore. I used to do that. Not what I do anymore, right? So anyways, uh, we were able to bring dessert home and have some last night. And guess what? There's still more and we can still have some today. So that that is really you know, implementing imperfect eating in the five piece and moderation, you do have to do it on weekends. It's not just like, oh, weekend, I don't, you know, I don't eat healthy anymore. I don't do things to support my body anymore. Um, Holiday, I don't do that anymore. If you keep with that mindset, if you keep thinking those thoughts and doing those actions, you will stay on that diet triangle and you will never get off of it until you decide to change who you're being when life is imperfect. You can't just be this quote, perfect person, when life is perfect, you still have to show up and do the actions even when life is imperfect, like on a weekend or on a holiday. So those good imperfect moments, you still have to show up and do the things, right? All right. So I hope that was helpful. Remember, if, you, if you'd like some suggestions, some ideas, some meal ideas, I have the 20 meals guide. So actually the, the salad I talked about, the, the bean, the edamame, quinoa, corn, whatever, that is in the 20 meals um, that's in there. And I mean, that's like my go-to salad when we have parties, like let me make some version of this with a different salad dressing or maybe a different topper, whatever, some feta cheese or a different kind of cheese, whatever it's, I like doing that super easy, super low stress. Um, it's really colorful. It's wonderful during the summer for that. You'll go to systemsforselfcare.com slash the 20 meals. And then if today's episode was helpful, you can send me a little tip on the internet, buy me a cup of coffee. Um, thank you to everyone who has supported the podcast. Um, I believe that I've paid for the, the website, getting the website, uh, the monthly website up. So I really appreciate the uh, donations there, just helping, you know, keeping things up and running. Really appreciate your support. To support the podcast, you'll go to ko-fi, that's ko-fi.com slash Jack and Ricky Sober. The links for both of these are in the show notes. I will see you tomorrow. Have an amazing day. Bye.